You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 318 for January 7th, 2021. This week, we talk about skincare, lamps, AI social media predictions, mispronouncing things, mortars and pestles, and worms. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Happy 2021. Oh, first episode 2021. Yeah, it's it was so weird that like the last episode landed on the 31st. It was New Year's Eve um, last week when I published the episode. And now we're in the new year. Um, the Democracy is crumbling. It's happening. Like the coup attempt is currently happening as we're recording this. And so I don't want to like glamorize it in any sense because we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. If like this. Could no, turn it's really, really fucking scary. Yeah. It's really fucking scary. Right. Um. It's really fucking scary <laughs> right now. And Joe lives in D.C., but he was telling me that he lives like an hour, not an hour, a mile outside of where they're like doing. The yeah, we live just like, well, so, so the thing is, and I, I really do appreciate this. And like our family members have been texting us and like friends texting us and stuff. First thing like, I asked Joe was if he was OK when I called him. Yes. And that's <laughs> and that's totally fine. That's great. I very much appreciate that. Um. I think when people think of D.C., they think of like monuments and that's it. And right, that's like, totally fair because that's all you see. Right. You like, see the I, Capitol, I, the White I, House I don't monuments. Imagine, I don't imagine people like living outside of the perimeter of like the U.S. Capitol building, you know? No, no. Well, there are some. I mean, there are some very like rich people who live in downtown D.C. There are, you of know, course, glamorous apartment buildings down there. But we live, um, you know, like a mile outside of, we still in, live in D.C., but we live like a mile away from the Capitol and mm-hmm. all of this stuff. So you look outside our window, and right before the podcast, I did see a truck drive by with the Trump flag flying out the back, but they were heading outside out of the city. So hopefully, they maybe were lost. some people are leaving. But otherwise, if you were to look outside of our windows, it looks like a normal day in the neighborhood. Right. It doesn't look um, like complete insurrection. We're not going downtown today. We have no plans of going downtown, no reason, so we're good. I mean, so. when was the last time you but went downtown any, anyway because of the pandemic? That's very true. I think I had a dentist appointment. That's it. Gross. And I walked. And I got, like, overheated. You know me. Honey. It was, like, 50 degrees, and I got overheated. Had to spend two days in bed. You're like a... We need to package you <laughs> like we package, like, fish in Alaska. We have to, like, surround you with ice packs and then put you in a styrofoam box yes! to, like, send you to the dentist office. I got an ice roller. Kate, if you're listening, I got an ice roller. Who? Uh, John and Kate plus eight. Oh, you know Kate. You know Kate. Tweets at us. Pikachu. You know Kate. Oh, yeah. Uh, Um, uh, uh, Texas Kate has that beautiful baby. Texas Kate. Yes. Uh, Recommended the ice roller to me. Mm. Um, And... When she recommended it to me, I was, oh my gosh, my sister, we, my sister's calling me right now. We've had family calling us all day, oh my but God. I'm going to, it's fine. I'm going to ignore it and text her back. But anyway, this is obviously um, way more important than letting your family know that you're okay. <laughs> I'll text her and let her know. I talked to my sister just before this. It's fine. It's totally fine. I know that mm-hmm. she's worried, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw on Kate's Instagram, she had the ice roller. And so I bought an ice roller and then Kate tweeted that was like, you better get an ice roller. And I was like, girl, I already saw one on your Instagram. I bought one. Ooh, okay. So like is, hashtag influencer. Very much so. Is an ice roller like a jade roller, only icy? It's got, okay, you know those ice packs? You put them in the freezer and they stay cold for longer because it's got like that gel stuff in it. Yeah. It's like that. Like it stays cold longer. Okay. And you rub it, you roll it all over your face. Your Just face, like, your body, whatever. Oh yeah. On your lady bits? 
You put toothpaste on it and rub it on your butthole. Mm, uh, we love an don't applicator. Do that. We love. I don't recommend a, that. Love an applicator. Well, because because I knew that jade rollers were like a big thing. They might still be a big thing, and I thought that like the the whole reason why jade rollers were like. I mean, I don't think the jade itself doesn't fucking do anything, right? It's just the fact that that it's kind of cold, so it helps with swelling and like under eyes, puffy eyes and shit. The or, jade. I don't think those ones have anything to do with temperature. Well, I, I mean, I, I feel like that. Then why the fuck do people? We use just jade? like jade. We use it's just what you, it's just what you do. White people love jade rollers. It literally. I don't think there's any necessarily a reason for it to be jade. I had one. I'm pretty sure it was fake jade. I love that. I would roll that all over my face, but I prefer micro needling. Ask your dermatologist and doctor if micro needling is right for you. Don't take my word for it. Used to do micro needling, and that's when there's a roller and it's got needles all over it. God, that is. I, I've never done that, but I've always wanted to. Ever since I can you, tell I think, by looking at your skin, you've never done it. <laughs> I'll have you know. I'll have you know. I've been using. Well, here's the thing that I've been learning is that like retinoid, retinol, and retinaldehyde are three completely different things. They sure are. And like, I don't remember. One of them, I, you need a prescription. Isn't that a retin retinoid? I don't know, but I, over the counter is weaker. Of right. course, but there, you can still get some good shit over the counter. Right. So I've been using over the counter retinols um, every night after I, I put my moisturizer on and then I use some different adapalene gel. And I think I've been doing it. I've, I sometimes when my skin's really sensitive, I skip a night, but it's either like every night or every other night. And it has like my skin has purged. Like there's some zits that have come out that like I didn't know existed. And it's really doing a lot to my face, like in a good way, like uh, with it, it's always it always gets worse before it gets better because like things have to really come to the surface. Right. But my skin. So is I can tell better. you've been on some message boards. I can I've, tell you've been reading some articles. Girl, I no, I've I've watched. I YouTube, can tell you're I've watched YouTube videos, <laughs> which means that I have not done any research myself. I've had someone tell me what this is. I can tell you're at the beginning of a journey and you have good intentions. Well, oh, okay. That's that sounds like a read, but I'll take No, but it. you're using Differin, aren't you? That's yeah, I'm great. Using, yeah, I'm using Differin. That's great. I love Differin. I use Differin. I use it every night and then on top of it on on my forehead, under my eyes, um and around my mouth, I use uh the CeraVe uh night cream. Ooh, just for oh, a little yeah. extra. And then I use a, a serum and my daily lotion in the morning. Oh, we love to see it. But it's it's we love like to I, see skincare. I'm proud of you. Like like I said before, when I started my skincare journey, like I don't know, two months ago, I'm in the early stages. I don't know shit. I'm just like trusting like you know idiots on YouTube and also asking Joe sometimes. Um, <clears throat> but I'm I'm seeing like a total difference. Like I didn't have bad skin like really before, but my skin was not taken care of. I was not washing my face every single night. I was acting like a straight man, and now it's like it's part of my nightly routine. And my morning routine. And so like I, I immediately have something I do right before I go to bed and something that I do right when I get up in the morning. And it kind of like sets up and ends my day. So it's kind of good for my mental health. It's, it's like a it's like a ritual. It's like a skin. Oh, good. And so like I understand why people have these like how, how people can kind of land in into these really complex, like, you know, FaceTime, nighttime, morning oh, time yeah. rituals. Because it like just like it it becomes kind of part of your do. mental health. Yeah. It's something to do. It gets you like in the mindset for bed. Mm-hmm. People see it as like, I mean, and it is self-care. Right. But yeah. people like, I don't, I, I think 
we've talked about, I've definitely gone overboard with using too many things. Mm-hmm. You know, I've just fallen short of wrapping myself in, I and let me tell you, and I even did that, wrapping myself in tissue like a mummy every night. There were nights, so I had this skin thing on my mouth for a while. Couldn't see it in videos, covered it up. I'm amazing. But. Wow, we love special effects like, makeup. <laughs> it was spackle on my face. <laughs> it was fucking drywall, drywall filler, okay, right. on it, my face. It's that that touch-up paint that you get from your apartment complex for when you have a hole in your wall. You just use exactly. that on your lips. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. It was a gel-filled base, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, I had this thing on my face. Like, this was like five or six years ago, I guess, at this point. But it was like, was it, it took so long to heal. I, I don't know if it was a bug bite or if, like, something got infected while I was shaving or something. Was but, it like, It took so long to heal, and it was, like, itchy. No, I had it checked out at the doctor and the dermatologist. They were like, this is, you know, they gave me some like ointment to put on it, et cetera. But I would like wrap my fucking head at night. Like I'm talking slather it on, mm. put a pad, put a, um, like a, a pad over it so that the stuff wouldn't get, you know, absorbed in anything. And then like wrap my face with like medical bandage tape. Got and I would that. sleep arms crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Joe just Joe Bearing just rebranded right up as, at the ceiling. Joe Joe just rebranded as Half Moon Joe. You should have been like Mummy Joe. Like what an Mummy opportunity Joe? missed. You can call me Mummy, but just know I never wanted kids. I hate you. <laughs> did, so did that? Where did you say it was? Like somewhere on your lips? It was like on the corner. It's it was kind of in my mustache zone, but then like on my cheek too. Oh, okay. So it probably wasn't a cold sore. You're probably right. No, no, it wasn't a cold sore. I get cold sores. I know what they are. I get like one every year. So I know, I know it wasn't when like, I see it. I know a cold sore when I see it, darling. Darling. That wasn't no sore. God. That's no sore. What's that from? I don't know. Isn't that I'm a Star getting... Wars reference? Anyway. I'm not a nerd. Oh, honey. Um. Anyway, I'm still on my skincare journey, and I and surprise, surprise, it's actually making my face look pretty good. But like, I was in a privileged area before, like I was saying, because I was acting like a straight man that was dirty, a straight man that never washes his ass. Only the ass was my face, and I was like not really taking care of it. And I didn't, I didn't have very, you know, my skin was relatively clear because at the end of high school, beginning of college, I was on um, isotretinoin, which is Accutane. I did a round of that. And so that destroyed my liver and like cleared up all of my like pubescent acne. And so and I rarely get breakouts nowadays, but like my skin was like super dry. Like my skin's always been dry, dry and also oily. And it just now now we're washing every day. And surprise, surprise, my skin looks better and feels better. So hmm, it's almost like if you take care of your skin, it looks and feels better. So you heard heard it here first, girls. Wash your face. at night. I mean, do the bare minimum. I, you know, I'm happy for you. But, but you're like concerned. we could <laughs> I'm always concerned about you. First of all, always. God. No, I'm just happy for you. Thank you. I can I be l- happy for a friend. I love how I'm talking about skincare on a podcast where you don't see any of our faces. It's just our voice. <laughs> Who are you trying so, to look beautiful for? Uh, myself. See, it's all about the interview. Oh my god, pop off sis. It is. You do that for yourself. I mean, it's, anyway. it's bad. And also, I'm so tired of breaking mirrors every time I look in them. You know, I just, it's just expensive shatter after a while. Them. Just shattered that poor mirror. Shatter them like my dreams. So how is 2021 going for you? We are six days in. And uh, how are you feeling? I don't know. Are you a whole new Joe? You rebranded. Do you want to talk about that? Not really. I mean, 
Okay, <laughs> never mind. Moving on. I yeah. So there's a new username. I mean, I it was just a change on a uh, Twitch and what are the sites? YouTube. Like? YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the sites I use. You wanted um, to kill DK One Games and well, bury the hatchet. People don't know. DK1 is from my old channel. Some people generally don't know this. DK1 was, and I assume everybody does because I assume that I don't gain new followers. I assume that everyone who watches my content has been there from the beginning. Because it just doesn't occur to me that people could find me and like me. Do you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like I trapped them back then and I just assume they've been with me for 14 years. Mm -hmm. That's what I assume. But there, there are new people and I appreciate that. Fresh eyes, don't know my past, love it. Well, isn't that um, the point? Isn't that you you tried to bury Disney Kid One, you know, in in the dirt for years and years and years, and finally people are, you know, realizing that you don't have that past shackled to you anymore. Well, a lot of people didn't know why it was DK One Games. They didn't know what the DK One stood for. Oh, don't you love that? And so the DK One was Disney Kid One. I was still doing gaming videos while I had that channel. Um, stopped doing vlogs. Uh, only was doing gaming videos, but now I'm doing more than just games on Twitch. I'm, you know, I'm painting my face. I'm living right. my life. She's an art I'm channel doing now. doing punch needle embroidery, you know. I loved that I'm stream. A, I need more of that. I'm an influencer. I influence Don't... various parts of people's lives. I have to, in order to watch you, I have to be under the influence. You're under my influence. Has anyone else ever convinced you to do a podcast? You might say I influenced you to be my host on this podcast. That's true. You are the person. You are the reason why that I have been doing this for so long. And I will never forgive you. So do you know what we need to do? Do you know that song? Because I knew you from the hit musical Wicked. Um, I'm not I'm not a musical gay, but I do know that. I'm not either. I'm not either. But the Wicked soundtrack, you know. I do now, yes. Um, we need to duet that. Do you want me to sing? You want me to sing? <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's our. That would be like our, be, because I knew you, that would be like our song. Oh, my God. Is that going to be our 2021 candy-coated comeback? Is just that That's cover gonna be, randomly? Um, that's going to be the song you sing at my funeral, but I pop out of the casket to do the duet parts. And Justin's behind you, like with strings attached, like a marionette, making you dance. Yes. I am for sure dying before Justin. I got to tell you. Oh, yeah. No, that's not even a question. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. No, I know. I'm just, you know, nailing that home. Hitting that I, home. Well, I mean, it's Hitting than- the. What's that thing you said once? A cup of fresh air. Oh, that for one. But... Uh, hitting the head on the, what'd you say? Hitting the, hitting the nail on the head? No, that's the actual term. No, that's the actual. That would be smart. <sighs> um, Hitting the head on the nail. Hitting Maybe, the, something like that. Something stupid. Oh, you are a, you are a card. Mm. <laughs> okay, I've got articles if you want to do articles this week. No, oh, let's just sit 20, in silence for the next 45 minutes. You asked me if 2021 was fun. 2021's been okay until today, when this stuff is scaring me in my city. But otherwise, Everything's it's great. been okay. Are you okay? How are I'm, you? Honey, I am like 3,500 miles away from our government currently getting attempted to be overthrown. So I'm fine. Um, Montana's good um, in terms of, I mean, I'm going to be, I mean, it's beautiful outside currently. Do you want to talk about the weather? I know how you love talking about the weather. Oh my God. Um, no. 
But no, I'm I'm good. Weed is legal, except you can't buy it now. It's we're in that gray area stage where like you you obviously you can't get arrested if you have it. You can have like a an ounce on you and you can grow in your house. But like none of the medical dispensaries because we had medical marijuana before. None of the medical dispensaries can get like recreational dispensary licenses until like October of this year. So if you happen to have weed that you bought from a dealer um, and you smoke it, you're totally kosher. But you can't buy it legally because there's nowhere to buy it from. So that's currently what's happening here. Um, I know you love uh, medical marijuana and recreational marijuana updates from someone who doesn't smoke. So here you are. Um, other, than th- other than that, I'm doing good. 2021's going well for me. I already started doing my taxes because I was um, biting my nails during the Georgia runoff yesterday and I didn't want to pay attention to it. So I did the one thing that could distract me, one- the one thing worse than watching a runoff race and, you know, dealing with those anxiety emotions, I started my taxes. So that was good. Um, oh, but... my God. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but no, everything's uh. good, good here. Um, and yeah, what are your articles? Let's let's get let's get over this hump. Um, you I don't know. I just got real triggered by taxes, honey. Um, sorry. <laughs> I have to sorry, be married more taxes this year. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so different for you now because you're like, I know joined at the hip with Justin now. We're going to have to, like, get someone to help us this year. Usually I did them on my own. But I think we're going to have to get someone to help us. Right. It's more complicated now, bitch. That's what you get for marrying a man. Ugh. Disgusting. Well, we're keeping it in the family. Like, we have our gay real estate agent. We're going to have our gay tax preparer. Right. And they're a a couple, too. No, they're they're a couple. We know know them. The real estate manager and the the tax manager are married? Yes. They're a couple? Yes. That's who we use. That's the gayest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. You keep it in the family, okay? That just, that just sounds like incest. I don't we're like, like that term. We're like um, all those Italian mafia movies, except with gay. way more lube. Way more. I don't know. Everyone's always so greasy in those movies. <laughs> so fucking greasy. Are you calling? You know, I don't know Italian? the difference between are you Goodfellas, Goodfellas, The Godfather, and what's that other one? It's all the same actors. And I thought they were all the same movie, but they're not. Right. Yeah. Goodfellas, The Godfather, and then there's another one. Mafia? I don't know. Well, I know The Italian. Oh, the Ita- that's the movie that sent me to the hospital. Wait, what? The Irishman, not The Italian. The Irishman. Oh, because it was four hours and you had a panic attack inside of the dark theater and you, so you had to go to the hospital? I went to the hospital that night. I went to the emergency room with a migraine so bad. We left that movie theater and I was like, Justin, we have to go home. I'm about to pass out. And then went home. I writhed in bed for a few hours. Then I was like, you got to call 911. I told you before that you need to invest in a fainting couch like they had in the 1870s or whatever. I still stand by that. You need like couches and pads around the room where you can just faint anytime you feel ill. We just watched a thing. It was one of those YouTube clickbait Here's all the weird stuff about the Victorian age videos, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's talked about fainting couches. And it was like, fainting was the only way a woman could express herself. (laughs) Uh, Passing out and getting lack of oxygen is the only way a woman could express (laughs) herself. Like, oh, my God. And then they also talked about the tapeworm pills people would take to give themselves a tapeworm so that they would lose weight. Honestly, I'm kind of into that. Doctors like recommended it. Like you go to your doctor to get a tapeworm pill. They sell tapeworm pills. It's a tapeworm egg inside of a capsule and you eat it and the tapeworm grows, eats your food for you, poop it out. So it's like an it's like a it's like an 1800s version of a Tamagotchi. Only you eat it. Honey, what? 
that's the just the perfect description of an 1800s tamagotchi of a tapeworm. You swallow it. It's in an egg. It eats. It grows. You shit it out. It's exactly like a tamagotchi. I never ate my tamagotchis, but no judge, no judgment, no judgment. Girl, they I look went, like eggs. I went down a, I went down a wor- a really gross wormhole. I probably won't talk about this because this might be even too gross for the podcast, but I'm gonna talk about it anyway. I went down a, a wormhole of realizing what pinworms were and how you get pinworms and how you get rid of pinworms and what pinworms do. And are those the ones? Oh no, I'm thinking about hookworms. What are the what What's are a pinworm? What? Well, t- explain to me. Maybe they're the same thing. Explain to me what hookworms are. Hookworms are like when you walk outside barefoot, right? And they hook onto your feet and squiggle in you, right? What the fuck is that? I never go outside barefoot. I think going outside barefoot is the most disgusting thing in the world. But hookworms, don't they look hook onto your feet? That's disgusting. I've never heard of this. Intestinal blood feeding parasitic worms cause infection. Hookworms common with, I don't know. Listen, I don't know where they come from. I don't even know if that's how they happen. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, poop. hookworms. It says pin- poop. Okay. Hookworms and pinworms are, are not the same thing. Oh, God. My Google. My 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 grambles going now. Because of hookworms? Yes. It thinks that I asked it something. Google, stop. Stop. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, this is what hey, happens. Hey, Bixby. We- oh, my God. Play Sneaker Night by Vanessa Hudgens. Play what? Sneaker Night by Vanessa Hudgens. I thought you said Snickers. I don't actually know what I said. I was looking at pictures of hookworms. Okay, well, hookworms and pinworms are different worms, but they're both disgusting. Now, do you want me? Do you want me to explain to you what pinworms are? I'd love to. Are you sure? Well, give me like an abbreviated. So, pinworms, you get them. I think they come from like feces, right? Like, like every other disgusting thing, like it's contaminated food or whatever. And the the eggs hatch in your digestive tract, and then they, you know, they grow and they multiply in your, you know, intestines. And then when they need to lay eggs, they need oxygen. So they they find their way out of your intestine, out of your butthole, and they lay their eggs around the perimeter of your butthole so it has oxygen. And then they go back in and they only come out at night and children get them. Are you still there? I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know about these. And you want to know? I don't know about these worms. You want to know who had pinworms? My mom, when she was a child. It sounds very on brand for your state. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like I just imagine everyone there has gotten some sort of parasitic worm at some point. Can you? But like the the telltale sign of like a child, usually it's children that get them because children are disgusting. Is that at night their butthole itches because there's little worms poking out. I asked you if you wanted to know, and you said, I'll give you, give me the abridged version. And I did, girl. I went there. I just did what straight you commanded, Straight people are wild. Bitch. You know what? Straight people are wild. That's all I have to say. I just feel like it's a straight people thing to have, to have pinworms. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah, I feel straight like- Straight people are wild. <laughs> the gay person is never. Let's move on to something that isn't pinworms. Do you have any articles? Let me, no, no, no. I have a story about worms. Okay, sure. Different worms. Okay. I think I've told you before, but I had a friend who told me once that someone was having gay sex and a worm, they pulled out and a worm, <laughs> and a worm came out and then slithered back in. I believe that. I, I do too. That. I don't even remember who told it to me. And I, I probably told worms. it wrong and like made it worse. This is the stories that you hear in, in our community. Right. This is these are the nightmares that involve These are the stories we pass to our friends and to our acquaintances. Right. Well, so if you if your butthole itches at night, you might need to get dewormed. That's the moral of the story. What if it just itches all the time? 
then you might need to get multiple doses of deworming, sweetie. You know, they give dogs like, well, you're supposed to. You're supposed to, which we do, of course. I'm saying everyone should. Um, Once a year, like you get your dog dewormed. Right. And it's just like this stuff you have to feed it and it tastes good. Piggy, for whatever fucking reason, it tastes delicious and he's like suspicious as hell of it. He's like, this so we have to too put good. it on. Yeah, we have to put it on like hot dogs and stuff. But like, well, it's because dogs eat their own shit and so they get reinfected with worms. My child does not do that. My child Piggy, only eats the best organic GMO dog shit. He has never eaten poop. He's never shown an interest in eating poop. My child is not eating poop. My, is your child eating poop? <laughs> My child is not eating poop. <laughs> your child you understand me? only eats caviar and the, the freshest eggs. I don't know. Um. All right, here's an article. Yeah, let's move on, please. This was a few weeks ago. I had this like in December of last year, which was last month, but like a few weeks ago. Oh, okay. um, did you hear? So this is on TNW, the next web. There's an AI that is predicting which Twitter users will spread disinformation. Very topical. I very, love this. Very 2020 and 2021. Very mm-hmm. our democracy right now. Very um, Russian bot. I'm pointing. You can't see. I'm, I'm gesturing in the in the direction of the Capitol building. Yes, yes, yes. Um. So researchers at the University of Sheffield, they developed an AI system, Sheffield, that's in the UK. Yeah, yeah. Um, But they developed an AI system that detects which social media users will spread information before, spread disinformation before they actually do it. This is like, so there was an episode of Futurama where they had like a future police force and it was their job to like stop crimes that they know were going to happen. So like... And it it went into all the ethics behind it, like, like, you know, all that. You can't arrest someone for a crime they haven't committed yet or that they will commit in the future. Right. Very Terminator. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Terminator? Not um, bad. I, I mean, there aren't there like six different fucking Terminator movies? I've only seen the second one. That seems random. Only the, the, second the second one's one the good, good? one. Oh, that's okay. what I. That's what Justin said. So I watched the second one, and I played the video game of the first one. So I understood. I figured it out. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No, I I have um, not seen any Terminator movies. No, I mean I've seen like maybe a couple of clips, but no, they're not bad. I mean they're they're uh, they're movies. Okay, I saw the late the newest one too. Not bad. Hmm, okay. Anyway, uh, the team found Twitter users uh, who share unreliable share content from unreliable sources, mostly tweet about politics or religion, while those who repost trustworthy sources tweet more about their personal lives. So they also found a correlation between the use of impolite language and the spread of unreliable content. um, And that can be attributed to high online political hostility. So, okay. It's Let's almost get like into the details. It's almost like that, you know, Twitter accounts that were, you know, manufactured in a Russian bot farm don't have personal lives. Well, here's now what they did. Mm. They got they analyzed a million tweets from 6200 Twitter users. So it's a small pool, you know. Mm-hmm. Um they began to collect posts from a list of media accounts. Uh, they classified as either trust, trustworthy or deceptive in four categories, satire, propaganda, hoax, and clickbait. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the clickbait um, category. They, re- they retrieved the most, the recent 3,200 tweets from each source and filtered out any retweets. So it was only like their original posting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they removed all the satire sources like The Onion. Uh, they made a list of 
trustworthy sources, which was like BBC and Reuters, and then mm-hmm. 159 unreliable sources, which included like Infowars, Disclosed.tv. Right, right, right. Um, then they placed him in a couple groups. Those who have shared unreliable sources at least three times, those who have only ever posted, reposted stories from trustworthy sites. Um, okay, so there was a, there was something interesting. Hold on, there's something interesting. They found that users who shared unreliable sources were more likely to use words such as liberal, government, <laughs> and the media, and often referred to Islam or politics in the Middle East. So that's people who are probably going to share something unreliable. Right. Uh, in contrast... Users who shared trustworthy sources frequently treated about their personal social interactions and emotions. They used words like mood, wanna, and birthday. Oh, we love a birthday. We love a birthday. Bots don't have birthdays. Um, so I don't know. Okay. That's it. Uh, they can oh, it says it can predict with 79.7% accuracy whether a user will repost unreliable sources in the future. So if there's like an 80% chance, you could be like, there's an 80% chance you're going to post something unreliable, you're, we're shutting you down. Right. Well, I mean, it's kind of like the the same situation with like deep faking, how like deep fakes have, you know, you know what deep fakes are. For those of you who don't know, it's like, yes. it's, it's plastering, digitally plastering someone's face onto another face and having them like say or do something digitally and make it look like they're doing it actually on camera. Those are getting better and better. But with that, comes algorithms that can detect deep fakes those are so it's like you know it's like an arms race between the deep fakes and the algorithms that can detect deep fakes it's kind of the same thing with like russian bots acting like humans versus algorithms that can detect russian bots you know yeah fight the good war y'all but i I wonder i I wonder if i'm a bot probably i bet i am with the shit that i say um you know things that bots say i feel like are smarter than what you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> bots don't talk about itchy buttholes and pinworms well I color me surprised like something's not right something's you a little know? fishy here you know something's not right something's not right well that's do you think it would be do you think it would be good or bad to stop someone who has like an 80 percent chance of of posting something that's going to be harmful i mean if we're, if we're talking twitter user has an 80% chance of posting something like like Biden stole the votes or something. Something right. unreliable, Lies. obviously. Are, are we talking about posting something on Twitter specifically? Yes. We'll say Twitter since that's what it's for. Like, could... Do you think it would be fair if an account got, like, deleted or blacklisted because it had the potential to be unreliable? Based yes. on its past? Yes, because Twitter's a private company and you can go outside and you're free to shout your crazy conspiracy theories into the void because outside is a public place. Twitter is not public. It's a private entity. And Twitter can, you know, has the right to allow and disallow people on their platform as they see fit. And so they can, you know, ban people willy nilly according to the, you know, the user's agreed terms of service with the company. I'm but a libertarian. They, but, the, but they haven't. They haven't. Um gone against the terms of service yet well right but they could you know in i mean or but you could twitter twitter could ban people you know for any sort of i'm just playing devil's advocate i think everyone should be banned but delete twitter everyone go outside (laughs) (laughs) so what okay let's apply this to real life like in futurama Mm -hmm. if there were an ai that could predict with about 80 to 85 percent accuracy that someone was going to commit a crime 
would it be okay to arrest them before they even did it? Right, like preemptively arrest. See, that's like, that's the moral dilemma. When we're talking about like affecting someone IRL versus like banning them from a platform on the internet, I feel like those are like apples and oranges. Two totally different Oh, things. well, for sure. But now I'm a, now I'm taking it a step further. Right, you're taking it, you're taking it to the extreme. I don't know. Cause like that is, that is like a big moral question is like, you know, if you can detect someone, you know, with some form of accuracy, that would potentially, you know, commit a crime, is it morally acceptable to arrest them before the crime is committed, even though you aren't 100% sure, but you have reasonable suspicion that they would commit this crime? I feel like that's an age-old question. I feel like there's many, many, like like you said, Futurama, Terminator, there's many a sci-fi movie that, like, tries to tackle this moral dilemma and these, like, futuristic... um, societies in which this is like a thing that's in place and people like are like for or against it i don't know you know i'm not an expert what do you think do you think we should just arrest everyone preemptively throw everyone in jail i think i should get to choose who joe is the judge jury and executioner (laughs) i mean i would make a lot better choices than some of these people well, I feel like that uh, for you, it would be, you know, you you arrest them and you like throw Furbies at them and that's their punishment. And then they get let loose. Well, I don't know if I throw Furbies because they're worth a lot of money on eBay lately. <laughs> Those are collector's items, sweet. I don't want to waste them. The old ones. Oh, my God. The old creepy it ones. It pisses me off because like 10 years ago, I bought one of the like old, you know, the first generation ones. Oh, yeah. And it, I never got it. And now it could have been worth like 200 bucks. What do you mean you never got it? They never sent it to me and they never settled the dispute. I bought on eBay. When was this? Like 10 years ago. Wow. You never got your money back? Well, let's see. I was probably like 20. I was probably like 22 or 23, maybe. Mm -hmm. I didn't get my money back. Well, you should take that to court, Partially because it took me too long to dispute because I was like a mess. I mean, I was a mess. Accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I like never realized I didn't get my Furby till it was too late. I can I can hear the sirens. I know it's kind of we. I just got a phone call from. I just missed a call from Homeland Security. Oh <laughs> my god! And I just I've been reading the voicemail in the background because we get text to voice, you right. know, and it's just reiterating the emergency alert. From yeah, the I, mayor that I'm, says I'm the currently curfew. I don't have Twitter open because I don't want to like we're supposed to be in our own little bubble right now to like you yeah know, to help everyone. I, <laughs> I'm trying not to peek outside the window, but I. I'm fine. We're fine yeah. at the moment. I do appreciate it when people like, like I've just received a couple of phone calls from family and friends right. during this. And I, I appreciate it. I do very much appreciate y'all checking in. So but we're trying you. to give everyone an hour of reprieve from whatever. We're trying the fuck to give you an hour with. of a right, an hour of escape in these scary times. And it's proving a little bit difficult with the phone <laughs> at the moment, but it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. You're fine. Everything's, everything's fine. In this, you know. You know, those meditation apps, they're always like, in this moment, right. you are okay. Right. Oh, my God. You Headspace. Know. Not Spawn, but Not I wish. Not Spawn. Oh, my God. I love that one. I don't think it's Headspace. I think it's Mindfulness. Mindful? Anyway, calm? it's one of those apps. No, it's definitely not Calm. But it's, There's they so have many apps this, like that uh, now. They have this one where you go, they take you on a tour of like an antique store at night on a oh, rainy night. I think you night. told me about this. That sounds so uh. nice. It is so nice. I listened to it like when I was going through it in the summer. I listened to it every night for like two months straight. It's the only way I could get to sleep. It was so nice. I've been listening to like, I don't know. I put on like weird 
like old 18th century like documentaries about like castles in the 18th century or whatever or like some fucking royal family in England and I fall asleep to that at night. I don't know what that I love about that me. stuff. There's this one on um there's this one on Netflix. I think it's called like it's something about castles and it's this guy in this leather leather jacket and he talks about oh. castles. Oh, that's all I need. And I tweeted at him once because we were in Baltimore at the same time. And I was like, oh, my gosh, are you at the because I went I think I was there for Comic Con or something, some kind of fest. Um, and you, you were trying to fuck. No, no, I was with Justin. Um, that doesn't but mean I was anything. Like, oh, my gosh. He tweeted about like, oh, I'm in Baltimore. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you at Comic Con. And he was at like a book festival. And I was like, never mind. Wow. Not nerdy I'm not enough for me. Book bitch. Festival. A, a festival for books. Disgusting. I love I love reading, but I and we did actually walk through the book festival and I didn't see him. But Wow. Could have been your one true love, your second true love after Justin. I just want to ask him how many leather jackets he has. Because he wears a leather jacket in every he's like this bad boy of history, I feel like is the brand that the show's going for. Okay, I could see it. He knows about castles, but he's a bad boy. He might have a motorcycle. Ooh. You Does know. he drive the motorcycle through castles? That's what I need. Through the castles. Mm-hmm. Ruins them. Tears the castle down. Moves on to the next one. I want to see what this is called. <laughs> now Joe's curious. I don't know what I used you're talking to watch about. It. I used to watch it every time I, before I went to sleep. I know it's still on my list. Castles. Hmm. Here it is. Secrets of Great British Castles. Ooh. It's Maybe good. You should it watch out. it. Yes. Yeah. It's good. Just like in the background, etc. Um, I fell asleep last night. Do you want to know how much of a psychopath I am? I fell asleep last night to like some sort of documentary about the girl who had a chimpanzee as a pet and then it like mauled her friend's face off. That was really just lovely to fall asleep to. Really just put me right to sleep. Let me tell you a little story right now. Primates uh, you're the pets. lady with the face and I'm the chimpanzee. Let me tell you. <laughs> and then <laughs> the police has to shoot pets. me down dead. I have watched so many exotic pet, exotic vet shows. And let me tell you, Primates aren't pets. Yeah, exactly. Primates are not pets. They're primates. They belong in the wild. It is so, it just makes me sad. It makes me very sad. Oh my God, like in Tiger, Tiger King, mm-hmm. when those two, I don't remember if they if they were orangutans or what they were, but right. oh my God, keeping them locked up. I was like, that's like, that brain is like close to your brain. Do you know what right. I mean? It's like really close. Ugh, that was the saddest part. I mean, the whole thing was sad, but. Don't keep wild animals as pets. You learned it here first. No, on the but show dogs, with Simon dogs do need you to live. Like, well, we, I said wild animals, not right, right, right. No, no, no. no I Chimpanzees cannot be domesticated. I just don't want someone to be like, you have a dog. I a dog speak- is not a monkey, Linda. <laughs> we bred dogs to need humans, and now we have to take care of them. We're the caretakers of dogs. Oh we have my to God. Be, treat them with kindness and sweetness, and they need us, and we need them. I have some insider tea that you might be interested in, Joe. About dogs? About um, exotic animals. Are you ready? Sure. Dr. K's exotic animal ER is coming back this Sunday. <gasps> on Is it going to be on Disney Plus? I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's it going to be airing on um, Nat Geo Wild, the television channel. But I don't know what the fuck it is with the streaming rights because it was on Disney Plus and they took it off and you can't stream it anywhere right now. So I don't know if they're going to get resolved. But new, new episodes are going to be airing starting this Sunday. For a fact, I know this insider. Team. I wish they would just upload. Like, I feel like what Disney Plus is going to do is going to like release them all at once when the season's over. I don't Probably. know that for sure. 
But I right. wish they would upload them right after because I want, I want more vet shows. It's my favorite Where vet show. Where is Yukon Vet? Give Where the people Yukon Vet. She's lost to the Yukon. Someone find her. I heard the Yukon was doing pretty bad with COVID. I mean, that, that and I heard sense. that because that I looked, because so. I Googled it. <laughs> I, I didn't hear it from anyone. Me. I just saw it somewhere. I Maybe see. they're not doing bad. I don't know what the situation is in the Yukon. Was Joe a bot spreading misinformation? Well, I just looked at this chart. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're spiking, sis. But sis. everywhere in North America is spiking. Honey, spike my drink with liquor. Wow. Cheese of the week? It's cheese of the week. Um... He's looking around. <laughs> What could be my cheese this week? Justin made last <gasps> night. Made? Well, don't get excited. Oh, okay. So, oh my God. Justin got a mortar and pestle. Is it pestle or pestle? Pestle. Is the tea silent? I think the tea is silent. Yes. It's pestle? Yeah, mortar and pestle. I've been saying pestle. Anyway. Thank God you aren't out in public, sweetie. Embarrassing yourself. Oh, you want to talk about not knowing how to pronounce common names? Honey, let me tell you. <laughs> Xavier, I had to fucking ask you. I wasn't sure. Sam texts me and he's like, I I, I asked Alexander, uh, not Alexander, Xavier, how to pronounce uh, their name. And I was like, probably just like, you know, the Xavier. normal pronunciation that that spelling is. <laughs> the internet was telling me otherwise. They were like, it could be, it really? could be Xavier. It could be Javier. What? I thought Javier was a J. Same. The internet told me otherwise. I think the, the internet, internet is lying me. to you because yeah, that is a common news. spelling, common name. So, but hey, at least I... You know I'm, what? Better safe than sorry. I'm glad right. you asked. Xavier, but thank you, you also, for being a patron. Thank you for being a patron. We'll be saying your name at the end of this episode. We yes. appreciate it. Hopefully I get Whichever it right. one of us says it, we'll be saying it correctly. Yes, that is true. And for the rest of but y'all you names, also, you never know you, what we're going to say. You also thought Pepe was pee-pee. So, I, in my brain, like I this say track Pepe record, now, the track record isn't good. Like, honey, we know that the English language <laughs> is my first language and I still haven't mastered it. But in my brain, I every time it. I see Pepe the Frog, in, in my brain, I still always say pee-pee because it's just funny to me now. <laughs> I just pee -pee. love that so much for you. You know? <laughs> pee -pee. I love that for you. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, mortar and pestle. Right. Back on track. Uh, Justin decided he wanted one because we had something where we needed some dill and we could only find, like, Uncrushed dill weed. So Justin, You're such a orders, dill weed. Justin orders a mortar and pestle, and I hear him. I hear it arrive. I hear him unpacking it in the kitchen, and he goes, "Okay, so it's a little bigger than I thought it was." Is it massive? I walk in there. It's like a cauldron. <laughs> it's like a. And I was like, "Did you?" It weighs like twenty pounds. Yeah, was, was it like, made out of granite? You? It's made out of granite. It is. I um, love that. Those are the best ones. I was like, "Did you?" Look at the measurements. What? Where are we going to put this thing in our kitchen? Right. So it's just sitting on the counter. Like, it's just, it's a cauldron. It's oh an actual God. cauldron. And so, um, oh, I was sorry. I did the mistake of reading Twitter in the middle of that sentence. Uh-oh. Um, I know. I'm just trying to figure out what's going Exit on. out. Exit but out. Any, I, just, I just minimized it. It's fine. Okay, okay. Um, the mortar and pestle. So you have to like season it. Justin spent like two days seasoning it. Jesus. First, you have to crush like one thing in it. And then you have to crush like rice in it. And you have to like season it. Anyway, so like 
Justin was making this new recipe of pork chops yesterday. I haven't had a pork chop in like 10 years. But Justin was like, I'm going to make pork chops. Yeah, it's just not something you think about, right? Pork Mm -hmm. chops. Pork chops? But he found this recipe for pesto, pesto parmesan pork chops. Oh, that sounds fancy. That sounds good, actually. Because he wanted to use the mortar and pestle. So he got it, made the pesto in the mortar and pestle. And then I'm going to I'm going to alternate between saying pestle and pestle. This whole I love conversation, that for you, honestly. Okay. I'm just letting you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Parmesan on it was really good. Is that, it's that cheese it? of the week. Pesto. Yeah. It was Parm. It was Parmigiano Reggiano. Oh, OK. Gotcha. That's a from cheese. from Whole Foods. Ooh. So I know it was he way overpriced. Down Whole Foods. It was um I don't know how much you paid for it, but it was good. It was the best pork chop I've ever had, but I've probably only ever had like four pork chops in my life. Right. I used to think they were made out of lamb. Honey, Every it's time called, my mom would say called a pork chop, <laughs> sweetie. It's in <laughs> the name. But what kind of pork? Lamb pork? Fish I'm pork? I'm surprised your mom kept you alive for as long as she did. Chicken pork? Yes, chicken pork, yes. Mm-hmm. Is it a fish or is it a chicken? Fish pork? and milk. Fish and milk, Joe. <laughs> Every time my mom made pork chops as a kid, I thought we were eating lamb. Well, like, it's interesting when you get older because you realize you're like, I don't like pork chops. Turns out you do like pork chops. It's just that your parents have been overcooking the fuck out of pork chops your entire childhood. Yeah. I mean, very that. Yeah, that's the mood. <laughs> Love my very parents. Very much the mood. But, like, back in, like, the early 2000s and the 90s, like... Home cooks did not fucking temp their meat. Like, they just cooked the fuck out of it and served it. So everything was leather. Well, so. and, like, didn't season it. Right. Also that, like, yeah, you didn't, like, Well, and if it, it were seasoning, it was just, like, salt that was in the form of gravy. Right. Absolutely. Well, I'm very happy for you. Did uh, Does Justin know that you can, A, buy pesto at the store and, B, make pesto in, like, an immersion blender instead of a fucking mortar and pestle? Um, you can tell him. You can tweet him. He'll block me. <laughs> I'm gonna tread lightly on that one. Um, he uh, he just is really into the mortar and pestle, and we just we just allow him to have that. You know, the thing is, like, I support anyone. Right I support anyone in their mortar and pestle journey if they have counter space for it, because I I have wanted a nice big granite mortar and pestle for such a long time, but I do not have anywhere to put it because they're massive and they weigh like 20 pounds, like you were talking about. And, like, I want one, but I, true. Like, I need somewhere to put it, and I don't have anywhere to put it. So I have, like, this tiny little dinky wooden one that, like, someone got me from World Market or something. And it doesn't do shit. Like, it has, like, it's it's like a, I can, I can, I can hear them. <laughs> I know. There's sirens everywhere. There's, there are a lot of sirens in the neighborhood. But it's fine. I can, can peek out through. the window, and it's fine. We can power through. Um, it's fine. And, oh, my God. They are getting louder. <laughs> it's fine. They are turning on our street, but it's fine. <sighs> there are multiple vehicles that have sirens on, but it's fine. <laughs> but it's fine, great. Sam. Everything's fine. I'm fine. Everything's I'm fine. fine. Um. So anyway, I hope that hope that Justin has fun with his mortar and pestle. Honestly, you know what? I'm changing my stance. Anything that makes anyone happy during these trying times, I support. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> during you this trying time do? specifically, you could use it as like a um. You could use it as like a, a a a personal toilet in your bedroom when you're not using it in the kitchen. Oh, like a chamber pot? Oh, that'd be a good idea. Like a chamber pot, honey. Bring a. We should bring those back. 
Who bring back you know, chamber pots, twenty twenty one? Because it's not like that. We need you know a a room right next to our bedroom that has running water and you know and plumbing. We should just shit in a bucket and throw it off the balcony. You know. Oh my God! Do you remember? I mean, I don't remember personally because I wasn't alive, but like in, you know, (laughs) Louis the whatever, France or whatever, when people just shit in the street, Mm -hmm. you know, people, yeah, yeah, they did that. They just pooped in the street, threw their poop in the street. They would have these scented balls that they stuck on the end of sticks that they would have to carry under their noses. And they were like scented with lavender or whatever. I'm sure they were strong as fuck. the street smelled so bad that you just had to have like... Something under your nose at all times that wasn't shit. It's so funny because there's those, there's like people out there who are like, oh, I wish I was born in the Victorian era because everything was so glamorous. It's like, honey, everyone smelled like poop. Yeah. Ev- enjoy poop living to 20 everywhere. and getting syphilis and dying. Right. You know? Have fun. Having to wear a corset every day and smelling like poop doesn't sound like my idea of a vacation. Okay. Eating tapeworms. Yeah. Having pinworms. They probably no have No cures in- for anything. You right. know what they do? They give you like a leaf. Right. And they put leeches on you. Or they probably just gave you a fuckload of like liquid cocaine. That would have been fun. Probably. Anyway, do I have a cheese this week? Um, oh, I do. <gasps> and it ties into my favorite thing. Oh, my God. Are you ready? I'm ready. My cheese this, this week is, is paneer, an Indian cheese. Have you had paneer Not, pa- Not very different. Panera bread? One is... Overly expensive hospital food, and the other is an Indian cheese. Paneer. Paneer. P a n i r. P a n e e r. Oh yeah. It's a it's a fresh cheese used in Indian cooking. It's like the Indian equivalent of tofu because like a a lot of Indian people are vegetarian traditionally, and so they like they put this this like cheese this paneer cheese they like had it in like curries and and you know stuff like that, and it's really good. It's just like it's it's not you know it's just. It's like a very mild, uh, fresh cheese that is used as kind of like a, a protein source instead of meat, I guess, in, in cooking. Mm. And it's delicious. It's, it's literally like it's a, like I said before, it's a good equivalent is like the Indian version of, you know, oh. what tofu is to, you know. Yeah, I think I've gotten this in a dish before and thought it was tofu. And it was delicious. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, a really common dish, uh, Indian dish is um, sag paneer which is uh, paneer in kind of like a spinach gravy. Um, and it's really delicious. But like you can put paneer on a bunch of different things. And I am going to probably try to make paneer because apparently you can make paneer in the Instant Pot. And by make paneer in the Instant Pot, I mean you can add a, a gallon of milk to the Instant Pot, boil it, and then add some citric acid and then the, the curds um, separate from the whey. And then you, you make cheese out of that. It's like not scoop them out, sis. And you don't need an instant pot. You can just boil it on the stove. But it's a project for the instant pot. We all know I love the instant pot. Hashtag not spawn, but I wish. Um, so yeah, my cheese this week is paneer. I had it recently and now I want to make it from scratch because I've never really made cheese. And paneer seems like a very easy, like first cheese to make. I mean, it's not like that I have now, a cheese cave nearby. Like you can't age shit. But do you think that it's smart? With your history of with lactose to pour a gallon of milk in a pot and boil it. And then eat it. And then eat the whole thing. Let me tell you, 2021, we're living on the edge. <laughs> we're we're wild out here. Well, the thing is, I'll have a chamber pot. I'll be fine. I just want to poop in our mortar and pestle. In the Wait, which one's the mortar and which one's the pestle? Um, the pestle is oh, the Oh, honey, thing. that's what I ask all the gay couples I know. <laughs> right. So which one of you is the border and which one's the pestle? 
That's the new gay code. Are you the mortar in the relationship or are you the pestle? Is the mortar the stick? Um, The pestle is the stick and the mortar is the base. I believe. What? I think. Mortar. Weapon. <laughs> there's a thing a called... There's a weapon called a mortar. Isn't it like a like a giant projectile or something? Like a cannonball? Um, I don't know. I got off of it. This says the mortar is the ball. That's what you said, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and the well, pestle you were is, right. the, is the... Well, well, the well. Dangling. I guess in 2021, I'm not right. <laughs> well, that's the one time I'll be right. <laughs> Let's make a well, mark of it. Well, well, well. mark that. I guess this year, I'm not right. <laughs> I guess this year, I'm <laughs> stupid. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> Bring me my chamber pot. Oh. So I'll let you guys know. I'm I'll make a I'll make paneer sometime soon. But yes. it ties into delicious. Our fa- my favorite thing this week. So should we get on to our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. What you got? So I'll do mine first just because it's it's easy. Um I found a really, really good recipe. Um wh- something that I didn't realize is that a lot of um people who make Indian food love the instant pot. Um, because like a lot of things are, are cooked rather slowly. It's really good for curries. It's really good for like, you know, things that involve like a gravy or a sauce. Um, and so a, a lot of Indian recipes have been adapted to, um, the instant pot specifically and using a pressure cooker. So there's this big like Indian recipe community surrounding like online instant pot recipe places. And I love me some Indian food and I've made a couple dishes in the past, but I found a really, really good recipe for butter chicken. And butter chicken is like a, it's kind of like, it's up there with like chicken tikka masala, where it's like, there's two things that white people know when it comes to Indian food. It's like butter chicken and chicken tikka masala. And there's like, I mean, is butter chicken like, is it actually Indian or is it like, you know, from... Is like English, UK, Indian mix or whatever. Regardless, it's delicious. And I found a really, really good recipe for it. It's from The New Yorker. And it's from someone who declares himself the, quote, butter chicken lady. Um, And I used her recipe. And it's really, really easy. Um, And you just kind of like throw everything in the Instant Pot. And you pressure cook it. And then you add some cream because you don't pressure cook dairy because it'll separate. Um, you add some dairy, you add some heavy cream and some butter at the end to finish it off, some cilantro, and then like put it over rice or, you know, other things. And so, yeah, I'll have it in my, in the description this week, I'll have a link to it. So any of you guys who have a, um, instant pot or a pressure cooker, um, and are into Indian food, you can try out this, uh, instant pot butter chicken and it's really fucking delicious. And I'm marking it in my like bookmarks of really good recipes that I'll like come back to in the future. One thing that I will notice is that since I'm white and I hate spice is that it calls for a whole teaspoon of cayenne pepper that was almost too spicy for me. Ooh. So so if I would cut that in half, because like I feel like that the heat is definitely important when it's called for in a dish. Like I don't feel like you should leave it out, but I would cut it in half if you, you know, if you're sensitive, like my little gay palate is. I'll have to. I am. I I will be the first to say I am weak to spice. Um, But it's one of those things where like once you have a lot of like the basic um, like Indian spices and the Indian spice blends in your pantry, it's like you just kind of throw everything together and it's really easy. It calls for diced tomatoes, ginger, garlic, um, turmeric, cayenne pepper, paprika, garam masala, which is a, an Indian spice blend. Um, ground cumin, cumin, people say it differently, salt, chicken, butter, heavy cream, and some cilantro to garnish it on top. So it's relatively easy. It's very much set it and forget it and then finish it off when it's done pressure cooking. 
And uh, yeah, it's one of my new favorite recipes because it's so easy and it makes a lot. I literally ate it over rice for like five days and I wasn't disappointed. Like I didn't get sick of it. It's just really good. So um, instant pot butter chicken. Fucking delicious. Totally recommend. Super easy. Um, so yeah, I'll wow. have a link. I'll have the link in the show notes to the New Yorker article with uh, with the recipe. So very much recommend. Loved it. Sounds delicious. Yes. I'll check what, it out. What about you? What's your favorite thing this week? My favorite thing is even better. I'm it sure. Is, honestly. It's bad. It's a lamp that I bought. Oh, we're really, we're starting 2021 I, off. I have opinions about lamps. Okay, she's the lamp queen, apparently. It is, in my opinion, as someone who has spent many hours of his life, excuse me, I almost threw up, shopping for lamps <laughs> on the internet, um, I think about 97% of lamps in the world are ugly, that are sold and that people own are ugly. Wow, she You has... probably own an ugly lamp. I guess I can't invite you to my house ever because you're just going to judge my lamps. I hate Almost every lamp I see, they wow. are all, they've all got like these beige shades. They've, there's this style that's really popular right now. At like, you know, everywhere from Target to like the upscale places. And it's just boring and like weird. People are making lamps out of concrete for one thing. We're over that. What? But then people who always think they're, fa- I'm so sorry if this is you don't, please don't unsubscribe. There is always someone Please. who has one of those lamps. They sell them at Target. They're those balls stacked on top of each other. They look like anal beads. You oh, know. I've seen those. Yes, I know what you're yes. talking about. People think they're fancy and they can buy those. People think those are fancy. It just looks like a sex toy, which there's nothing wrong with having your sex toys in your house, but don't turn it into a lamp. Yeah, honey, don't okay? plug that in. You don't need your asshole illuminated. So I found, I'm going to send you a link. Okay, I've right. been looking for a green lamp, which is very hard to find in this economy because a lot of people are very into white lamps, beige lamps, all of those kinds of things. Well, I got this on sale at Bed Bath & Beyond at a 20% off coupon. Oh, we love a coupon. I was looking we love for a sale. it. And I love it. Um, the entire lamp is tassels. What? It kind of looks like Oscar the Grouch. It comes in red as well. This Look is at the second picture. This is literally Oscar the Grouch as a lamp. How does light get through? So light comes out the top and the bottom as okay. well. Like it has a little ring on the top where it shoots light out. But, oh my God. Like, okay. And I totally see that if this were in, if this were in like a very stuffy person's house where their mm-hmm. house was like dark and stuffy, it would look really ugly. But in like a minimalist bright setting, oh my God, it makes it. We'll post a picture. We'll post a, the link to a picture in the uh, in the description or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know how the podcast. I don't know how we work here on the podcast, but down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a little more teal than the picture too. It kind of matches the couch it's beside. I fucking love this lamp. It came like two days ago in the mail. I ordered it like a couple weeks ago. Finally arrived. It was everything I wanted it to be. You can brush it. You can get a brush and brush this lamp. Let me just describe this to people who who can't see it right now. It is essentially a lamp that is made out of, like, seaweed. Tassels. Seaweed! Yeah. <laughs> this is... It's made out of tassels. Do you know what the haters will probably say? I what? already know the haters are going to hate it. Because haters going to hate. But all these haters have their fucking <laughs> beige-ass lamps from Target. Don't hate on me if you've got a beige lamp. If you've got a beige lamp, sit down. Mm-hmm. Sit down, because I've won. Because I won the lamp game. This is by far the ugliest piece of furniture I've ever seen. <laughs> no! 
I love this straight, lamp so this, much. This is straight from like uh, a smoking room from 1974. It's gorgeous. It is uh, so stunning. And it is in literally person, Oscar the Grouch personified as a table lamp. It also comes in white and black on like their website too. Oh, I would do the white and black one, but I don't know about this green and this brick color. I don't, I don't like, like the brick colors. color. It's way too orange. I don't like orange. Orange is not cute. But well, this one's called Emerald. And think, it is in person more teal. I feel like this lamp is going to be the start of the rift between you and Justin that leads to the divorce. No, he likes it. Justin likes what I tell him to like. <laughs> Do you understand me? Right. When the knife's, when the knife's poking to his back, he likes whatever Let's you get want. get it straight. Here, here's the actual like lamp on their website too. You can see it in the white and the black as well. Okay. Let me tell you though, people don't think about their lamps. Like they don't think about... People don't think about their lamps. People don't think about their lamps. That is a big (laughs) part of the problem. They don't think about their lamps. Your lamp is something... Everyone is going to see your lamps. We have this really beautiful (sighs) red lamp in the living room. Oh my God. it, It took me like four months to find it. I love it. And we've got this one now. Um, we've got a really nice hanging lamp in the uh, bedroom. We have the best lamps. We have the best lamps. Can you imagine? My theory is right, though. Almost everyone listening to this, you probably have ugly lamps in your house. And I'm sorry that you have to hear it from a homosexual on the internet. But you got to hear it from someone. You're going to, yeah, someone's going to tell you this is your wake up call. Um, I implore you to click the link in the description and please um, let me know. I don't want to hear I don't want it because if you don't like this lamp, you don't have taste. I've already invalidated. I will forward your... all of your very important opinions <laughs> to Joe. <laughs> if you comment no, you on won't. this lamp. No, you won't. Um, I won't read them. Well, I'm so happy for you. And I'm also concerned for your health and well-being. But I love this lamp. I fucking love this lamp. It's literally Oscar the Grouch is a lamp. That is like the best description I can think of for this. Well, if you ever stay with us, it's going to be in the room you're staying in because it's in the office. Well, um... I'm I'm busy on that weekend. I'm sorry. If you come into this house, you have to make an offering to the lamp. <laughs> you have to make your sacrifice to the lamp and then you can stay overnight. The white and the black one are really pretty. Did you look at the side? I, yeah, I saw the black one and I, I, that's the one I, I don't mind the most. I think they're beautiful. I and think it's, it's the fact that it, it like, it, there's like a, tr- <laughs> there's like a train. There's like a, a train at the bottom. Um, yeah, it kind of like, it flows. It has I motion. don't like that. It reminds me of a swamp. This is Shrek's oh. lamp. Shrek's lamp. <laughs> I love it. This lamp is everything I dreamed. It's oh my like... God, wh- what's that character from Adam's Family? The thing? Um, or... I don't... I've only seen Adam's Family once. Hold on. I can't remember. Thing? Thing. Adam's Family. Oh, Cousin It. It looks like Cousin It. Oh, thing is the hand. Yeah, thing's the hand. Cousin it. This looks like a green version of cousin it in lamp form. That's exactly what this is. It's beautiful. <laughs> it is literally iconic. Notice how Joe is not confirming nor denying that this looks like cousin it. No, I don't care what it. I don't care what anyone thinks it looks like. It looks perfect <laughs> in our. Let me tell you, in this Beau Arts one hundred. When you live in a one hundred year old Beau Arts building, you have to respect it. Beau Arts is a style of architecture. If you don't know, I don't know. <laughs> you are correct i do not know originated in a little a little place we like to call france we oh, oui, oui. <laughs> i'm sure amelie would love this lamp oh my god amelie would love this lamp can we stop this podcast can we end it 
please? Uh, probably. It's sirens are getting louder. So. <laughs> for for Joe's safety and my mental health, we are going to stop the podcast. We're going to stop the podcast. Uh, good favorite thank things, you all I for guess. listening. Yeah, good. Uh, yes, good favorite things. And um, thank you all so much for listening. We'll have a bonus episode this week. So yes. stay tuned for that if you're a Patreon patron. Otherwise, we will see you all next week. Stay safe. Yeah, yeah, et cetera. Yeah. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to our wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander P. Allison B. Andrew. Andrew G. Ashley E. Ben B. Brat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Charlotte A. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Devoy C. Emily H. Javier. Johnny B. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Manny G. Marianne J. Martin D. Nick I. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Rose G. Scott A. Sylvie C. Tristan T. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The Show. Show.